that I think that's just what it is where I'm like wait He's lying. Like, he keeps just, lying. He keeps lying. <laughs> He's still lying. It just so. made me angry to watch it. I, like, I didn't enjoy it. I, I don't get how people did. Yeah. We still talk about Dear Evan Hansen, that movie with the person who looks like my age still portraying a fucking 18 year, uh, 17 year old. Yeah. Because of nepotism. <laughs> it looked like a trash movie from the trailer. Um, it is a trash movie it's a trash musical and it's probably a trash, trash musical was it a book it started as a book and then they adapted it to a musical and then they adapted that to a movie it wasn't started it was spawned yeah. <laughs> well, with that welcome back to the space Eye of the collective podcast <laughs> i'm your host desmond desi's dead robson <laughs> now sorry Boxing about musicals for full context has only been recorded for 55 seconds i figured this was the right time to jump in so people know our thoughts and on dear evan hansen the, <laughs> the movie not the story and the musical and the musical i haven't read the book but probably the book too probably the book too if it's i mean if it's based on that it's probably garbage too garbage it needs to be classy with the garbage speaking of mm-hmm. garbage I want to rant about the fucking cost of living. Got originally we was talking about cost of living before I started yeah. recording. I don't fucking understand what the fuck is going. On. It feels like the government was like, "All right, we gave you stimulus throughout 2020 and 2021. You know what? We want it back, but we're gonna do it in really fucked up ways in gas and fucking food." I should. Some people I should, are so pay back the stimulus on their taxes. I got into an argument with someone on TikTok about that, and I was like, I used TurboTax, and it never asked me how much I got. It was just like, confirm you received an amount. I flipped out, arguing how the fuck a box of Captain Crunch, literally in January, was only $3 a box, is now $6 a fucking box. It is not even the family size Captain Crunch box. What the fuck? Wow. That sound you hear, ladies and gentlemen, um, folks, not ladies and gentlemen, folks, is sorry, onion turning on our car air conditioning. Yeah, I I had to I had to crank my car because my I have my dome lights on, um, because I have to I have to fuck and the car studio. (laughs) I'm glad that wasn't over. I I had to crank my car because my dome lights turned off. No, so I had to turn it on so my dome lights would come back on. Because I'm sitting in my car because I can't smoke in the house anymore because I got Okay. I just, to circle back, because I had to Google this. Okay, no. So, the Dear Evan Hansen was a musical, but then they wrote a book of the musical. Oh! And the motherfucker won the Tony Award for Outstanding Book of a Musical. Like, how is that a fucking Tony Award? I found the book first, like, straight up. Most musicals. Still started as a book. Hamilton started with a book, not as a book, but with one, you know. Yeah, like, but I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, okay, I'm just gonna go like short circuit my brain. It's fine. Sorry, continue. That's, that's we can throw that one in the black hole. We're talking about the cost of mm-hmm. living here. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yep. Just, just briefly, just Mike. briefly, because we're gonna, we're gonna get this out the way. We're gonna get, you know, let me get to the rigmarole. Hey, hello. Welcome back to Space Audio Collective. <laughs> Today we have one. For the second time. <laughs> We're going to. Welcome break. to the anarchy. The anarchy. 
the anarchy episode. There's so much. There's so much. Cats <laughs> and cats getting along. Mass hysteria. Um, I'm sitting here feeling like I'm waiting to be elected. I'm waiting for my turn on the gallows. Speaking of on the gallows, <laughs> we have the Dama Lama writer, Christopher Tour. A, not gonna lie, earlier when you were like speaking and trash, I thought that's when you were gonna introduce me. Nah. I was so scared that was gonna be the same. I'm like, oh, who's gonna be trash today? <laughs> Which one of us? Thinking, thinking about it, but no, it's not gonna do that. I, I, I already threatened my cousin with um, physical harm, and I was like, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna page that over into the podcast. So Fair we got enough. the Dame Lama writer, Christian tour. Bye. We have the co-conspirator of this past D&D session, the clumsy baker themselves, Benita Labaria. Coming to you from I love that you're just getting implicated for things that I fuck people over with now. I was like, I had nothing to do with that session, but okay. (laughs) Like, literally nothing. We have one of the two MVPs of this three-part battle, the Onion themselves. They're throwing up the get it, get it. <laughs> for, for all audio I listeners. so badly wish we video recorded this. Yeah. Imagine how much better this podcast would be if everyone could see our faces. I know. We need to get the YouTube channel going. Yeah, anyway. We, we will. We will. Bobby in 2025. Um, coming later in the episode, we'll have guests. Um, <laughs> Finley. <laughs> Finley and then Underworld Ozzy coming from the void. Coming later on the episode. Ah, on today's episode, we do have some news topics. I have a review for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Sad news for Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 and 4, to which, if you listen to last year's podcast, I was actually hoping for it. I know. As soon as I read it, I was just like, no, this is not the thing I need to focus on today, but I know that I need to look it up. And lastly... Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson talked about Craven the Hunter, and I'm about to give my opinions on why supervillain movies should not be ever made. And it actually is a good point because someone asked me this. So. Very. That's kind of like Thanos coming from the standpoint of like, why are we going to bother feeding the masses right now? Because mm. <laughs> it's like you already have made it clear you don't like any like comic movies anymore, and then you're no, going to no, be no. coming at it like, this movie should never be made. No, no. This. Yeah. Is, uh, you know what? Let me start with this. The reason why I feel supervillain movies should not be made you're trying to sympathize you taking villains who narratively don't want to put forth any good within the world and you're now and just want to be bad and you're now in this day and age want us the readers or the viewers to sympathize with them the only thing yeah. the yeah. only thing they're yourself, banking on you can see the qualities in you that yeah. are also not good Here's it's the- supposed to be like a moral thing Here's, you know? the, here's the only super, here's the only supervillain I ever sympathize two supervillains I always sympathize with, and I was sh- and I'm shocked that it actually made sense. Thanos and Baron Zemo. No, that makes so much sense for you though. Yeah, and that's why Doctor Man. That's why we it, when we did an episode about which powers we want. When I said Doctor Manhattan, Christian distinctly was like, "Nope." You of all yeah. people should not have superpowers. No, because the, the we all Absolutely know what you're not. gonna do. The second you have Doctor Manhattan powers, you're just gonna destroy the universe and say, yeah. "Fuck, nobody lives." Yeah. And literally, the second you wow. get it. <laughs> I mean, I says I love you, but yes, I would never want you to have superpowers ever. Yeah, me either. Hearing that, 
Like, Dr. Manhattan literally has the ability to just reset the universe or destroy it and just say, no more universe. I mean, I personally don't want superpowers because, again, I know how petty I can be. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, you just have that instinctual, like, anger. Like, if someone cuts you off in traffic or does something really, like, stupid, like, you just feel that first, like, instinctual anger thing. And you're just like, man, I wish I could just, like flip that car or something and then it's like if you have the powers you're like oh fuck i didn't really mean to flip the car like technically technically though i would i would argue that that would that yes that is more of a danger but that still also falls under self-control because think about it like you do have the ability to fuck over people like that Mm -hmm. in real life but it's your self-control and your morality that tells you to not do it like i'm driving in traffic and i get pissed off by somebody i can fishtail a car and fuck them over, but I don't because it's self But also because you risk damaging yourself and your car yeah. by doing I, I that. Whereas if you say, have like, superpowers, um, it's worse. It's worse because there's kind of. That's all I'm saying. It's just like it's it's a, it's a slippery slope. Very it slippery. is. It is. And that's why I will live long enough to be the villain. It's Sisyphus going up the hill, but if the hill was made out of, like, a bowling alley. A bowling alley? Well, bowling lane, I should say. Like, it would be so slippery. I don't know. I'm making a reference, and I'm realizing I shouldn't because there is a professional... Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You you got a bowler in the house, good sir. Like, okay, the so bowler what... metaphors just aren't going to catch with me. So what, I know is, how... what is... What is the individual term for the specific lane that you bowl on, the actual surface? Um, a lot of people call it different things. It's a regional term. Uh, down here, we call them lanes. Um, I've, no- I've noticed up in like the northeast, they call them aisles or alleys. Which I do. More often. The West. Both of the words I said were fine, just depending yeah. on region. We are, well, learn- okay. we are learning so, a lot right now about bowling. Go ahead. So between bowling alley, meaning the actual full building, and alley, meaning singular lane. Yeah, I was specifying the singular aisle and lane, or line, I've heard as well, like a line. Um, I don't know where the fuck people got that one from, honestly. Uh, Poke parties. I think this is the most informative tangent we have ever done unhinged and informative opening yeah. to well while, while we're having our like squirrel moment um i just want to show everyone this cup that it's i absolutely love i wish this was iced coffee cup for you nice. audio listeners it's a cup that jason uh, that the onion has literally at target yep. and it literally just has a on it that says I wish this wasn't an iced coffee. You should be able to find it at your local Target in their Pride collection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, this was absolutely targeted at gay people, and I'm gonna be honest, I bought, I bought into it. Yeah. Um, if you would like your your in-game D and D coffee mug to look that way, yeah, yeah, it can. I'm going to draw it's art of Ilaria holding this specific cup. It is. It is an amazing reference, and I'm so happy it exists in our game. Speaking, yeah, of- it, it literally just know that I plan to only drink iced coffee out of this cup. Great. Speaking of Target, <laughs> like, for the irony. Speaking of Target, um, Target. So if happy. you ever want to sponsor us, I mean, like, you know, we we're open to it. Because 
like you got y'all have like the best deals y'all have the best fucking ch- like frozen food chicken strips I've, I've fucking tasted like it's perfectly seasoned nice and meaty like i it's it's ah, chef's kiss so like bring back the depression rope mug come on i don't know like, how the socialist in me feels about what you just did oh my god target <laughs> cups are so cute i almost bought another cup it, it was like this little yeah. milk bottle oh my god I get it. christian i know but look I know, but the, I get the, it. The discount aisle fucking slaps. Like, I found some good candies in that no, discount aisle. No, but you're right. <laughs> like, yo. Like, spe- I get it. I would so much rather be... I would so much rather be sponsored by Target than Walmart. Not gonna Do you lie. know what else slaps with Target? Is their fucking pickup. Like, just no. order that shit through the Target app, drive up, and be like, bitches, I'm here, and then they bring it out to you. Yep. You know what I'm you know what I'm, <gasps> you know what I'm about Target? Their fucking pharmacy. So much quicker than CVS, right? My local mm-hmm. Target actually just has a CVS inside of it. <laughs> oh damn. That's it has to be a regional thing because we ain't got a fucking CVS over in our Target. Well yeah. Walmarts are also kind of regional, not with their pharmacies, but with the fast food restaurant located inside of them. Some oh, Walmarts God. will have McDonald's. In them, like a lot of the WalMarts down here have McDonald's's, but I've noticed yeah. farther up north, most WalMarts actually have Subways inside of them. Mm. I've, seen I've both. actually yeah. seen that. I actually yeah, seen I've seen that. both here. That's interesting because in in Alabama, all of the WalMarts have Subways in them. The... But down here in Florida, all of them have McDonald's's. When I was most uh, of the targets that I know either have a Starbucks or like a Domino's or something. What? Targets I, I did not usually know have Pizza Hut. Oh, I always want to know like the regional, you know, like um, contracts or whatever. Yeah, like, like okay, was, just the was, breakdown of that. When I was in you Arizona, know? I was um, I was at a Walmart and I was like, a Subway. I was like, what? Okay, related question. You know how most markets have like a uh, like a hot food counter, right? Like for mm-hmm. the meats and stuff. Yeah, next to the deli. Honestly, my favorite out of all the supermarket chains, Albertsons. I actually really like Albertsons. Okay, but Albertsons had a pub Clutch. sub before. I I've been to Publix, but I haven't had a pub sub. You haven't had a pub sub. No, so I mean, you do Publix not know is the really absolute good. delight that is walking into a Publix on a summer day and ordering your half honey maple turkey on white. It is, oh my god, it is otherworldly. I don't know what percentage of that is ecstasy just out of, like, getting into the AC. (laughs) You're talking about sandwiches? At least, like, 65. (laughs) You want to talk about sandwiches? But I will give Publix, like, their AC, their AC is really strong. Yeah, That's because it is a southern brand, and it gets fucking hot. You know why yeah. it has to be strong? Because it also has to dry all your humid ass clothes when you walk in. Very true. <laughs> now, yeah. Since we're gonna, since we're moving on to sandwiches, I don't. We don't have any of what y'all was just said. But the university uh, I went to, Dominguez Hills, had a bomb sandwich shop inside. Oh, I'm so glad you said sandwich. Now, oh, nothing beats like your local like sandwich shop. I, but pub subs are really fucking good. Here is my. Bougie ass sandwich, turkey okay. roasted turkey on sourdough with pesto, mozzarella cheese. If they don't have the moz, I'll take um a good um 
uh, provolone, toast it with a little bit of cranberry um, cranberry mustard with some nah, with some um, pickled, I... with some pickled green peppers. That There's is a... my most bougie ass fucking sandwich, and it was like five bucks with a goddamn cookie as big as my hand. I was 100% one of those people that picked their subway order when they were six and never changed it. Yo, I did recently start putting bell peppers on my sandwiches, though. Yo, literally ever since I've gone to Subway, since I was like 10, I've ordered the same thing. <laughs> same. Uh, Somewhere along the way, I changed from ham to turkey because ham started giving me issues. I was forced to I couldn't change. handle the inconsistencies in ham. I was but turkey is consistent. Me boss yeah. up. I'll, you I'll you want to know my, my bougiest sandwich and sandwich place here? Go. There's there's, a place, there's an Italian deli that I really like <laughs> that's, uh, that's in Woodier. Oh. The, uh, remember the Philly mm-hmm. cheesesteak cheese place we went to? Ooh, yeah, that was really good. Ooh, like, we got to make the road trip, Christian. We got to make that road trip. Yeah, that place is great. But uh, this place, this place, I fucking love it. It's called Fermentos. And, I Huh? I heard of fermentos. I just never been. I I fucking love it. Like my favorite sandwich. It's it's definitely the bougiest sandwich I ever get, but it is amazing. It's like it's an eight inch sub because you don't need the you don't need a foot long because it's fucking it's thick. It's a big sandwich, but um, it's like uh salami, pepperoni, capicola, turkey, ham, provolone, uh, lettuce, uh, uh, cucumber, pesto. Um, slightly toasted, um, olive oil, red wine vinegar, salt and pepper. That is bougie as fuck. You gotta yeah. specify slightly toasted. Yeah. Yes. And also, I want to give a shout out to our friend Blair London. Blair, I'm sorry, we we're talking about food, and we did say we'll bring you back on. When we was talking about food, so I'm very. Sorry. Oh my god, you're right. Because <laughs> Blair's in Baltimore, and they found they have a place. They have like what five cent wings. Oh what? my god! Yo, they're the best you're, wings no, you've ever had in your goddamn life. No, you was on that in episode, this Christian. Academy? I know I episode. was on the episode, but you gotta remember, I don't remember eighty percent of the fucking things you talk about. She legit said, "There's a spot with good." She said, "These are very good wings." She said, "The five bucks you can f- live like a king on those Yo, wings." I'm gonna walk in with a fifty and be like, "Wings for everybody." Fuck it. I was like. Yo, we got to travel to Baltimore. I gotta walk in and be like, let them eat wings. Like Blair, seriously, we gonna come to Yo Town. You gonna just gonna like, just like yo, we just gonna hit up all the food spots. Hit up all the food spots. I'm ready. See, he okay. got the Chris. You got the hot sauce out. He's ready. That is the that is the most single black, <laughs> black blackest Mexican thing I've I've, I've thirty like seconds in arm's reach. I got it. It's ready. I remember my homie's abuela come rolling up with the bag like, which hot sauce you want? I was like, oh, shit, we rolling with hot sauces up in here. I think the closest thing to hot sauce we have in our house is this bottle of sriracha that okay, is nearly full. Here's the thing. I would say that qualifies. That's ethnic enough. Almost. We, we don't use it, though. <laughs> That's a travesty. Almost in every black household, um, there's a I bottle of red sauce. That is not a joke. That is not a joke. No. There's always a bottle of Red Rooster in the black person's house, and we got a big ass bottle on top of the refrigerator right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there's always, there's always, uh, there's always literally at least four hot sauces I have in, in the house. Yeah. Except for right now, just because you know money's tight, because yeah. gas and you know economy and yeah. inflation and what we were talking about. 
But literally, um, normally, if I have the option to, I will always have uh, Franks, uh, Louisiana. Oh, that too. Uh, huh? Louisiana too. That's another staple. Yeah. Franks, Louisiana, Cholula, and, um, and Tabasco. Oh, man. Like the basics that I always have. I know people are going to give me flack for not having Tapatio, and I'm going to say this, and I'm going to say it once. Go for it. I don't legitimately like Tapatio. I understand what that sounds like being Mexican. <laughs> Cholula is better than Tapatio. Why do you think I said Cholula's in my house? There you mm. go. Also, no Valentina. That's the one where I was like, I'm surprised you don't have that one. No. Valentina is good. I just don't get it that often. But normally, I maybe it's just because it's an association thing. I only really like it on popcorn. For me, is is when I'm Fair. for me is when I'm actually at the restaurant. Yeah. It's something about the difference between getting it from the store and it, it getting it where it's like at the restaurant. Like they probably tampered with it a bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I will say. Thank you for that tangent, because I don't know how long I have to rant, but I will give you our review for Teenage Mutant Ninja, Tur- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge. Now, this game, I don't care what came out, Horizon, the sequel, this game is Game of the Year. Game of the Year. It's approachable. You really don't need to know about the need to know about the Ninja Turtles to play this game. You can play it on the Switch, PC, Xbox, and PlayStation. It's available for all, baby. You can do four-player couch co-op, but if you have a lot of friends, you can do it online co-op. Online co-op, I'll say this: there will be times where the game will glitch. That is the one. That's the that's the minus because it could be depending on your Wi-Fi settings. Or it can just be t- depending on your friends settings. Sometimes you your friends will be on the screen, but you won't, which means you have to drop out and jump back into the game, which is very easy to drop in and drop back out. At least that's nice. Yeah. At least it doesn't make you go through like a long process or like lobbies and stuff like that. Also, a good thing about this game, you don't lose your progress. If you drop out. Yeah. So nice. where every level you dropped out at, that's where you continue right back to. That's that's. I feel like a lot of people are going to say, man, that makes the game so much easier, and it's not like it was before, like the older games. Not are- all yeah. games are supposed to be hard. I will me. die yeah. on that hill. Some games are meant to be enjoyed. Exactly. That's what I was going to bring up. Not yep. everything has to be Elden Ring, okay? Yeah. And this is where this comes in. Elden Ring is great, but don't, don't I, always, I don't always want to play Elden Ring. And this, and this is where this comes in. There's two modes now. There's story mode. Doesn't matter if you play on okay mode or normal or a cowabunga mode, which is the hard mode for story mode. It's very approachable for story mode, but arcade. Yeah, that's such a fun word. I'm sorry, I say radical all the time. Oh, they say it in the game too. I just still we we need to we need to bring back cowabunga. Is like uh, it never went away. I just I just. I just honestly really still hear it in Shredder's voice in like the original first movie, where like at the end of it, where he's just like Kawabunga. That was uh, Splinter. Wait, what did I say? You said Shredder. I meant Splinter. What the fuck? <laughs> They're both like names their names are so easy to just flip because like same syllables start yeah, with the same yeah. letters, <laughs> start and end like with the same letters. It's 
Fine. Notice I did Im I did try to do my impression of Splinter, not Shredder. So in my head, it was there. Um, the original voices for the of the four main turtles actually returns to play the four main turtles again. Wait, really? Yeah, from the 1980 okay. series. Yo. Super uh, important question. I need to know all y'all's favorite Ninja Turtle. Raphael. Yeah. Uh, Leonardo. Anyone else? Anyone else? Because I'm getting tired of filling out these gaps in pocket podcast. So say something. Nah. No. <laughs> no one else wants to chime in. One Michelangelo. Damn, that's rough. My favorite was also Raphael. Awesome. I just needed to know that. It, it's so telling of your character, which which favorite Ninja Turtle. It makes sense yeah. though, right? When you hear Desi say Raphael, it's like, yeah. And when I you say Leonardo, it's like, yeah, I see it. With, with In so long that I literally can't, I wouldn't be able to tell you who they are anymore just because it's been so long since I so have give watched me, it. Give me a color then. Can you, can you give me the color of your favorite Ninja Turtles? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> Damn. Uh, before we get too far in, arcade mode. That is where you're going to get your Eldering S game because they're going there. From an Oz in the shadows. Um, arcade mode is similar to playing the actual arcade game, which means you have three tokens, in this case, three lives. Nice. Lose those lives, you're done. <laughs> like right. the arcade oh, mode. Is that classic mode? Is it's there what, is there hacks? Hmm? Is there a cheat code menu? Is there hacks? For right now, You're there up, are there are, there are there are people working on cheats for the game. I can say that, but I won't say who. I won't, I'm not a rat. Hey, but cheats are, aren't like an officially supported thing, is what I mean. Not a, no, there's no official cheats. Got you. Um, so because well, you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh yeah. But here's also awesome thing though. You, whatever you whatever level you have your turtle at from story mode will carry over to arcade mode but still be aware it's still arcade mode so which means you'll still get your ass um, okay there is a lot of when you do play with multiple people the enemies do get more ever overwhelming and they actually seem a little bit more smarter than last damn um i knew that google ai was actually alive uh, surprisingly, April O'Neil and Splinter plays fucking very well. April ha has, besides the camera using her camera as a weapon, her move set plays like Chun Li. So if you play Street Fighter, you can get a like you get a nice. sense of how April is being used. Nice. Um, you have to pass the game once to um, unlock Casey Jones, but there are specific trophies for specific turtles and characters to get. I didn't get all of them. I only have forty two percent on PSN for the trophies. <laughs> And that was only in the weekend playing it. And also on co-op. Um, with friends, it's very easy to, to get one specific trophy. You get 250 hit points in one go. We literally was just bum-rushing this one, this one fucking uh, foot soldier. Just, and the, there's people complaining about the camera work in the game. So in the shows, a lot of people never played arcade games. If you play the arcade game, it's a side-scrolling arcade, so which means you're on a fixed point, which means if you try to go back, the camera's not moving back, and the camera's not moving forward. You won't move forward until you clear that section of the game in the level. So we used that to our advantage, and we had that foot soldier right against that edge of the camera, and it was just wailing on the motherfucker. We got to the point where I had an asthma attack for laughing so fucking hard, because I hit up 500 hit points. Nice. And I kept... and. Uh, my friend Freddie recorded it, and you can hear me vocally say, 
You ain't moving, bitch. You ain't moving, bitch. Get this motherfucker. Get this motherfucker. And I'm just, and you literally have, you see, each turtle has. I'm having fun in a multiplayer. I'm I know. so happy. And each turtle has their own um, animation style, and Raphael is literally stumping the fuck out of somebody. <laughs> so, okay, I Googled them to remind myself, and um, probably say Donatello is my favorite. Okay. Donatello is your favorite. Bow Staff, smart one. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this game can be passed if you just like one and done it, and you just want to have it like as um, just a game to play with your friends for like a barbecue or something. Um, the game is currently digitally twenty five dollars. Um, if you're on PSN, it's twenty two dollars currently. If you're on PSN Plus, um, now if you want to go through um, limited run, which will you'll not only get the physical game, but you also get a free personal side. They go in old school. The coupon will be um, used. Free personal size pizza. They're going old school with that. That's cool. So Nickelodeon put up the money to actually do that. That makes... You know what? That's pretty cool. That's that. That's a throwback if I've ever heard of it. Yeah. Uh, my only sad thing about the game is um, the original voice actor for Shredder was um, James Avery, who was Uncle Phil and uh, French Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, that's the only that's the only like, oh, man, I wish he was I wish he was yeah. like, here to read the replay um, be Shredder. But still a fun game. You can pass within a weekend or if you're like some people I know, they passed it within a day. Mm. <laughs> um, not me. I are, I was about to say, are you some people, you know, no, I got to Raphael within the day to level 10, which is the max um, to because everybody was, all my friends were busy to come to co-op. We uh, we just did it within like it took us three hours to go from level one to um, all the way to ep- they're not levels as episodes in story mode. So episode one to episode fourteen took about three hours if you're playing with a group of people. So three hours is a good time to kill with a group of people. Nice. It's uh, it reminds me at least of like the the feeling and the like kind of camaraderie around it mm-hmm. reminds me a lot of like when castle crashers was popular oh yeah <clears throat> um this game is definitely will remind you of um and this is the same studio who made streets of rage 4 so it was like everything they wasn't able to put in streets of rage 4 they put in this ninja turtles game that's cool so like there isn't really there is coach couch co-op but it's not really a good online system to play online with other people so it was like they listened to um, on uh, on PC, but it's, there's the only downside is there's no crossplay. Oh, okay. But I'm but not, I'm like not, I'm PC not... through Steam, PC through Xbox. Oh, okay. Because damn. Okay, yeah. Because PC through stream or through Steam would at least let you do the um, the play together thing. Mm-hmm. So that way it would act like it was local couch co-op. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So you can play. Um. If you also if you have Xbox Game Pass, you can have it for free. Wait, it's on Game Pass. It's on Game Pass. It was on day one on Game Pass. Oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna download it. PC and Xbox, so definitely it's definitely to get it. Um, I would say this is why I did for Outer Worlds. When it came out on Game Pass, I paid it and passed it. I was like, you know what? I want more of it, and I paid for it. Yeah, that makes sense. So definitely do that if you're on Xbox Game Pass. Um. The reason why it gets a nine point five is the online is the only the online portion. They they only gave us real problems throughout the, um, the three hours because we kept on dropping in, dropping out. But that's just like it's small little nitpick. But nine point five is still not bad. 
and for the price point, it's really great. Twenty five nice. bucks. It's, it's better than most. It's like trust yeah. me. This year alone, I can definitely say it seems like Horizon, Elden Ring, and Turtles could be contenders for game of the year. Hey, you know. But we have to see. Honestly, it feels like we've gotten better games this year than we have in like the past five. Yep. You want to know what is another uh, good use of three hours of your time? Hit me. What? It is this movie, and I genuinely I do not know if it is if it's just RRR or if they like pronounce it triple oh, R. But it's good. literally is RRR. I don't whichever way. But it's is- this is a Bollywood. This is a Bollywood film, and it is three hours and seven minutes long and it is the most like just batshit bonkers amazing weird ass fucking time like okay so i don't even know how to explain this movie like most bollywood movies um a lot of them fail fail description but i watched this at the alamo draft house and um like you guys know i am obsessed with the alamo draft house and they always have these great pre-shows before the movies and so like the pre-show they were doing just a whole bunch of like bollywood music videos but then showing trailers and so now there's this other movie i have to watch um and i think it's called ega is how you pronounce it um but it's literally about like oh normal story guy and girl fall in love haha it's whatever it's adorable it's cute but then there's this like third guy that comes in and is obsessed with the girl and kills the guy but then the dead guy comes back for revenge as a motherfucking housefly what i love this i really love this i'm sorry that's so great though Wait, that is the okay. best way to haunt someone, right? So literally, Dead ass. I'm, I'm literally looking at the Google image results of RRR for the movie. Mm-hmm. So, this is all of two different things, yes. to each other, you... but I can't literally from these photos, I literally still can't tell what the fuck the movie's about. You have it's seen okay, the preview me favor, share your screen. So, I mean, obviously, I'm so sorry the listeners can't see, but right. I desperately um, want to see the out of context. So, okay, so. RRR, I think the best way to show it, like, to describe it is, um, the most homoerotic movie that's gonna no-homo you. Oh, damn, because I was gonna say, this does look pretty, you know. It's, okay, so obviously, because it's, it's Bollywood, it's India, they're, like, very much no-homo, but, like, this really, like, toes the line of queer baiting, um, like, straight up like and i went with my friends one and literally whole... has the caption they're why gay why did you and rrr photo like stick to fucking real and the funniest thing okay because then fucking ray stevenson shows up who many of you might know as voltag voltag, wait, wait, wait. voltag from <laughs> thor he is the villain in this movie because obviously he's a British colonizer and like the whole point is these revolutionaries are like, no, we must like Oh my god the British ass. And it's like it's three hours of this, but I oh my god, I just it's like we had a fucking intermission. Like this movie had an intermission, it was amazing. I was like, I can't remember 
I mean, like, not gonna lie, I am seeing many uh, shirtless men that look pretty attractive. So I'm it's not okay. You know what we need? To there do? is. It literally has one seat in there. This is not a spoiler alert, but like he literally does the shirtless like flames behind him as he's like pulling back his bow to like shoot. Yes, like oh ooh. Oh my god, I appreciate you so much for finding that picture. Thank you. you yeah, no. You I, uh, yeah. I have to say, I have we never had it. a bad recommendation from Benny. Especially I, watch it. Was Our Flag Means Death. You know what? Please, 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 please show this movie some fucking love. Just... I, where, where, where do we watch it? Um, our, our, our I have Netflix. no idea. Our, is uh, it? Yeah, it's on Netflix now. Okay, um, Netflix. Okay, friend, cool. of pod- friend of the podcast, Anthony Abbott, um, really tweeted about it saying he watched the most bunk, like Benny just said, the most bonkers three-hour movie, and he actually enjoyed it. That's so funny. Okay, so we have multiple recommendations for multiple sources. I'm just I love saying, that. Like, and I do take Benny's word quite highly. So. It's the most beautiful whiplash because you're just going to be like, okay, where's this going? And then you're like, okay, no, where's this going? And then you're like, holy fucking shit, no, where is this going? What, um, what, and you just, you have no idea and it's just, oh. Let's do this. I used, to, I used to do this. I was part of the, um, like, the social media. Um, I forgot how the fuck they approached this with me. We used to do movie day. And I and it was even more prevalent during the pandemic. I, I we can set this up on this Discord feed. We, someone will stream it. We can watch the movie as a group. So down. I'm so down. Have a movie. Yeah. We could do it. Movie night. So I'm not like I'm just and then I'm gonna put this one because I still I still need to watch this one. Um, and so I would love uh to watch it. Um with everyone here obviously um but i'm just gonna post it um uh, here here for you because this is um literally where he comes back from the dead as a vengeful fly um oh wait a minute wait a minute i've seen reactions to the vfx of this movie it's like oh my god if you watch the trailer you're just like Holy fucking shit! Isn't what? there a whole? Isn't there a whole thing where he like fucking controls a bullet or something? He dodges a bullet. At least that's what I could tell from the trailer. Like it's it just it looks so fucking. It just looks insane, and I just I need to watch it with every fiber of my being. I think that's one of the reasons I love going to the Alamo so much is because, you know, they have the little pieces of paper where you write your order, but I'll usually, if it's like a great pre-show, I'll just be like, okay, I need to watch this movie. Oh, okay, I need to watch this movie. And then I just like put the little piece of paper in my pocket and go search that shit because it's fucking gold. Amazing. Thank you. I'll watch, so, I'll, I'll watch RRR, but Iga, I'll probably skip that one. Probably gonna miss out, but it's fine. Alright. So good though. I so good. Idea, I love the idea that 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 now that we've introduced Bollywood movies into our like social meta, like we're we can come back with more. <laughs> I'm like, okay, but I love all this shit. Like Bollywood, but also even just like I don't know what the proper term for it would be because like, there's like so many different ones. Like it's almost like yeah, like um Kung Fu type black exploitation sort of like thing. Oh my god! Like, oh my god! Are you talking about things like uh, Kung Fu Hustle? 
I mean, that movie, amazing, wonderful, the, but like, sort of, yes. It's sequel, very good. The sequel's finally come out soon. Wait, what? Yeah. Um, he announced there's going to be a sequel to Comfort Hustle maybe the next Yo, year. Yo, what? I got my fingers crossed on that one. Um, But no, there was like, in like the 70s and 80s, there was this boom of movies being made in like the Philippines and like Thailand or Taiwan, like those areas, because one, it was just really fucking cheap um and doing all this stuff and so yeah it sort of just had that like uh black exploitation type vibe to them um and uh yeah i just feel like bollywood kind of just is the full spectrum of amazingly gorgeous wonderful bad movies <laughs> they have some great movies too like i'm not shitting on bollywood i love bollywood um but they also just have like primo, beautiful bad movies. Hmm. If I didn't throw away a lot of my um, <laughs> syllabuses, I did take a, a film studies class, and there was like a section we had to do. Um, we did a Bollywood movie section, and it was three movies we had to watch. Like there was a list. Like I was just like, was I've been cleaning up this past weekend, and I just tossed out like oh, a lot of old. Like I finally started throwing away old syllabuses and that was one of them I, was like, I don't think that, i don't think this is ever going to come up lo and behold look what we're talking about bollywood movies damn i probably would have there was been a good list for you Vinny. i'm sorry if we went into a long soon ago i would have showed you okay it's okay <laughs> god damn that's a that's a hell of a good way to spend three hours um continuing on with the news um, this one, I've, this is more like a, a no shit. So, um, Miss Marvel is doing very well in black, Asian, Hispanic, and Indian households. However, it's lowest within, um, let's just say white households. Um, and it's on par as being as, as, as watched as a flag moon's death. Um, ladies, no I, I say people. It's because there's finally some form of representation that people will actually want to see. And those who the was it the five percent who are not watching it, we us minorities and those who are on the um, LGBT plus spectrum don't give a fuck about those people. Mm-hmm. So hey, Ms. Marble's doing great. Can I it's a great show? Can I see it? Uh, watch it. Say it. Well, no shit. Yeah, <laughs> this there was literally a no shit portion of the podcast. <laughs> that is it for that portion. Nice. I need. I really need to watch Miss Marvel. Um, I no, I actually did say I was gonna wait till the show was like done so I can just binge it because I'm, I am tired. I'm sorry. I know what Disney's trying to do. I know what Marvel Disney's trying to do. Like no, 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 no. I want it all. I'm I'm now officially tired of having to wait week to week. I want it all. So I'm waiting. I did it with Moon Knight. I'm going to do it with Miss Marvel. So, and I've been hearing nothing but good things about Miss Marvel. So, let's go. And bless the actress. Apparently, schooled um, Kevin Feige, like on um, what's what's really the six one six universe and what's the movie verse. You know what? Respect. Because <laughs> I hate, I hate how much that literally just spoiled. But that's my fault for not watching Doctor Strange yet. Well, that's not no. She was um. They was talking about um, 
this has been like a debate ever since the MCU started. Like, is the MCU six one six or is the MCU? I don't know what fucking number they came up with for the MCU. Like, what new multiverse is this? And I'm like, this is even I was like, this is not the six one six. Why it was like one nine 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 or something like that. Yeah, I was like, why we're we saying this is the one? like no no there's stuff borrowing from the six one six comic verse, but this is not the six one six. Well, but that also sound, was still a spoiler for it already sounds very very, very similar to six one six. Are we talking about Stitch or six two six? No, I'm talking about universe uh, Earth six one six in Marvel. Wait, that was mentioned in Multiverse of Madness. Uh, no, I th- I have my I have my theories on why I think. Honestly, I think the Reed Richards that people have talked about is is probably six one six. So we won't stumble anything because I'm like, wait, hmm? so my, that's my theory at the moment, only because of connections to Kang and like the idea of what Multiverse of Madness might be. Not uh, having seen it yet. Yeah, I'll just be quiet. For I whatever I'm go- else I'm gonna say, my whatever. Just gonna move on. Just gonna move on. Um, okay. It's it's almost out. It's almost out. Yep. Tomorrow. Mm. There's a lot. Coming I'm also very excited for Multiverse of Madness. I'm my not- Tumblr feed has been shoveling Multiverse of Madness content down my throat like all week. That has to be your Tumblr feed, because right now, if I pop up Tumblr, which I haven't been on for the last month... times do I have to tell you guys that Tumblr doesn't have an algorithm? The people that you follow are just watching that. I know, but here's, here's, my, here's, here's my Tumblr feed going on right now. I have the aliens for um, all the Men in Black aliens, the quote for Men in Black, a lot of uh, Carrie Russell... Not Carrie Russell, uh, Carrie Fisher. Why, why, am I, why, why did Carrie Russell... Like somebody watch Men in Black. <laughs> I don't know, there's a bunch... And um, <laughs> I, I follow some strange people, so I am not going to comment the photo that just popped up on my feed right now. <laughs> I love the fact there, that you there's so much mm-hmm. new Doctor Strange content now. I, like, us grubby little Doctor Strange fans are grabbing onto everything we can get. Right now, I, I wish Doctor Strange... Just in case. I, now. Right now, I wish Doctor Strange popped up on my feed... I'll say something strange popped up on my feed on my Tumblr right now. Um, wow, that that is an image that is not getting out of my fucking head. Welcome to Tumblr. <laughs> is oh, it no. the Pikachu man? You really want me I've to explain it? I've been stuff you about Tumblr you really Pikachu want me to explain man it? all day. All right, I'm not telling you to say it. I'm telling you that you... What do you expect when you log on to Tumblr? It's, I have been on Tumblr since... I want to say day one, but I've been on enough to be like oh you've been on here for 10 years that's just like ah but here's I'm the still, thing it's, I'm, it's still, I'm still okay but in those 10 years how much have you actually been on tumblr desi mm-hmm. or how much have you just okay. had an account okay in the last three years i haven't been on mm-hmm. yeah that's what i thought now mm-hmm. jumping back on it in this last six months and I now was, you're spoiled and now you're spoiled and I, you can't handle it i i'm <laughs> No, what I'm saying is you're just you're just not, not strong enough. I'm not expecting. No, I I heard correctly. You're just you're just not strong. Can, can, may, I, may I finish? May I finish? Thank you. Thank no, you. no. Let me finish. We're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. I'm not no. expecting what happens on Twitter to come back and migrate on Tumblr. I and wanted to. Why would that's you? That's all it does. 
and Tumblr, I'm just it's, it's a cycle, bro. I know it's a cycle, but oh, like, it's not, how can you say you know it's a cycle, but then say I don't expect it to go from here to here like a fucking circle, bro? Listen, <laughs> bro. I would like to go back to the days where I can just pop up on the app on my phone and be like, oh, okay. No, no, no. I now back to like, I can't pop open Tumblr in public no more. You know why? Because those people grew up and changed. No! It's the same people I follow, and I'm like, oh, wait, it's the same people I follow, so which are there on brand. I really, I'm so interested now more than ever for our audience to please get in the comments and, like, legitimately, there is a difference of Tumblr users in here. <laughs> we literally put our, the Space Eye Collective's email in our, in our description. You can email us. For the love of God, someone at us. Like I we should make a Tumblr account for Space Oddity Collective. You keep saying no. it, but we don't have it. No. <laughs> I think it's, I started. It's not the same. It's literally not the same. You keep you keep saying it. Like I think this would be the fifth time. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I'm, All right. You'll get that login later. For it, but I guarantee you, it's not going to be what you think it is. I'm. I'm in like in a house full of that, that meme. I'm fine. I think it's gonna be this great. This is fine. This is Knowing fine. what kind of Tumblr user I am, I think it's gonna be great. Knowing the kind of Tumblr user Desi is, I think he's gonna hate it. No, I don't hate it. You think I hate it? I was not exp I was literally going like, okay, this is what's on my feet. And then I just love how Des is just the designated old man of this. <laughs> of this podcast like i have you know what i have blossomed in these these years um when this episode is out trying time i mean that shit at at this point that shit's called wilting yeah now when this episode releases it'll be on my birthday so oh come on it's not your birthday now don't fucking use that no 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 i'm gonna use it i'm gonna use it because Last year, it was actually awesome because we recorded on my birthday, which was the best. Man, I come from a family that your birthday means you get more bruises that day than any other day of the year. So, yeah, today's your birthday, Des. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. So, for full context, people, I'm turning 37. If that makes me now the designated old man of this podcast. That's not what makes you the for, designated for old context. man. It's the everything about you that makes you the designated old man. I'm fine with not that. your birthday. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the. I'm this point, at this point, I feel like we should all just be like, okay, boomer to you. Um, don't like, just, uh, don't just my mom is only like four years older than you. But here's the thing, though. Don't I? I don't want to be the person that that becomes the villain. So don't now that's hilarious. Hold on. Now that's Wait. hilarious. I want to be the villain. <laughs> Wait, Desi, you don't want to be the villain? I I think on many podcasts you've been like, I want to be the villain. I just want mm -hmm. to watch the world burn. Mm -hmm. We literally just got done talking about how if you had the power to, you would destroy the universe. Yeah. Good sir. Like, We love you, Des, but... I um, wish I had fucking... What's the... Oh my god, I am old. Yes, I love what? you, but you're say. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. What's the name of that fucking... Objection. What is the name of that app that we keep on fucking that soundboard? I'm really now um, old. Blurk. 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 Thank you. Oh my god. <laughs> Anyways, it's literally your fault we don't have Blurk. You were the that, one who got yeah. it confiscated. Mm-hmm. I had the, th I had the Thanos. We, we literally... 
asked you not to do stuff with it, and then you were like, fuck though. And I kept doing it. I, and then you ruined it. I save the blurb. Desi's dead on blurb. The Thanos the, the Thanos um monologue. I had to save. Perfect. everything perfectly balanced. No, not that one. <laughs> that was the his other monologue. Where did that lead you back here to me? Yeah, and look where I am. Mm. It was gonna be. It was, and then it was gonna follow with the dun 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 dun. Yeah. I I hate. And did you see the silence you got just by explaining that to us? Yeah. Can you imagine the silence you would have received? Yeah. Had you actually done it? Knowing Des, knowing Des, he's probably literally looking it up right now, so that Mm -hmm. way he can do exactly what he just described. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Want to see my screen right now? Hold on. I I it's, it's, I. It's it's very it's very 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 fucking basic right now. I'm scared. He's like, ha ha, Tumblr post. Yeah, but also like Desi's like tech savvy, which means he could totally just open up two different browsers and share us the screen of one specific one while he's doing something. On I the could, other. I could have, mm-hmm. but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Today's the See, day. but that's also that matches with like the old man vibes though, because you're like, oh, he's so tech savvy, he could have two browser windows open, and I'm just like, that would be tech savvy for a boomer for sure. Um, live long. I'm enough. trying to help this. Live long enough, become the boomer. This is the title of the episode. There we go. In Target. Ooh, Don't you forget either that. keep up with the trends, or you live long enough to see yourself become a boomer, Des. <laughs> and fuck the trends. All right. <laughs> Okay, I'm a, Boomer. I'm a buckle. Fuck these trends. All right, I'm over here still dabbing. All right, it's 2022 and I'm dabbing still. Yo, yo, Desi is roasted. Never dabbed. I'm dabbing. Boom! God damn it. God damn it. I'm next, that. Spot, next we're going to have pictures of Des blinking on everything. <laughs> My fat ass is not plinking on nothing, man. It would be like if I fall, an earthquake is going to go, and I don't want to take out the earth. All right? No, we, that's not happening. Pl- me plinking is not happening. If I fall, oh. we, if I fall in the ocean, we having a tsunami. You literally <laughs> took a fucking... A fu- a I, <laughs> you're not a man. I, and I, you took a photo of your screen and sent that to Discord instead of a screenshot. I just, um, I'm leaning into it. Just fuck it. I'm leaning into it. <laughs> are you sure you're leaning into it and not just in it? Because I feel at this point you're just, you're in it. You're there. I feel like you you're trying to lean like... into it as you're laying down, you know? Be yeah. like, what are you leaning into? You know, it's it's kind of like how uh, libertarians are like, I'm not a Republican. Like, libertarians are Republicans. They're just like, I'm a Republican that smokes pot. I just don't... Um, I'm a Republican. I just have leftist friends. And they make yeah. me feel bad when I'm yeah. a Republican. So... Um. These are the, the same vibes we got going on here, sweetie. That's nice about your vibes. I don't care about your vibes. I don't care about your vibe. I don't care about your vibes. I don't care about your trends. Go, Today's go, my go, birthday. Go light some incense in the, and some sage for all I care. See, and if he did have blurb, so uh, how many times would we have heard emotional damage at this point oh in the podcast? <laughs> Which was the original issue. It wasn't even that, like, 
he was doing and like sounds it was that he kept it was the same sound repeatedly or repeatedly or my favorite one was slap somebody that one yeah that was all that one that one right there i think i remember the day i was excited to tell you hey des hey des look i found a tool it was online and free and easy for us to use because we've been wanting sound bites for the longest time and, and I, I feel like and within a few months I abused it. Where is the universe that we live in where you never did that? Like I, I, I feel like there should be like a version of me that goes back in time and slaps myself in the face. And then when like the recursion happens and all of a sudden I'm fucked and my memory is back in that one because time is a loop. Or as we learned today, a circle. Um Actually, that that was something I was talking to a friend about multiversal our, our version in the multiverse. I wonder why. And then that day, I was going like, "How would you think that version of Death would be in that verse?" I was like, "I don't think he'd be doing a podcast." Really? Yeah, I, don't, I think like when you sit, when you sit, when you, when you, like you know, when you really sit and think, and like when you were like think like the paths you take, and like like I went on that path like just to do it like. Uh, my friend Freddie, who I'm still friends with, he was like, "Yo, let's do podcasts. Let's do a website." And I was like, okay. "I was like unsure, but I went down that path." Mm-hmm. The other half was like, eh, "Let me try to go to school and try to work and do what my parents say, even though if they are gone. Let me try to work that path, not like listening, but not listening." I've probably figured in that multiverse, he probably listened. That version does probably listening. Is probably is probably working right now while I'm in this version. Lean more into the um, have this up. What are we doing right now? So what you're uh, saying is you would have your own turn left episode from Doctor Who. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, I feel like that entire episode was just like that's how I live my life with anxiety. Is I think that all the time. <laughs> Real though. <laughs> now speaking of what the fucks. This past Sunday, we had our mid-season finale, I like to call it, of our Plains of Elowith session. <laughs> yeah. But it counts as a season since it's an arc. Is it a mid-season or is it? It's a. It's an. It's a. It's technically a mid-season, but I would say it's more of a because it is an arc. It's an. It's an arc that has ended now. Okay. But there's still. I'd say half a season left to go. We have one more. We have one more person. Um, they'll, they'll, they'll jump on. they from their point of view, on the what the fuck scale. But um, I would say this is on par. This will take over. I feel because this is a three. This is a legit three part fight. I and I thought when it was just me, Ulf, and Zyder for fucking two sessions dealing with shadow spiders. Yeah, I thought that was the hardest fucking fight because it's just three people versus fucking shadow spiders. Yeah, and at the time it was the hardest fight that we had. Here, that was almost that was almost half your half your levels ago. Yeah, uh, these last few sessions make me wish we were just fighting shadow spiders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the shadow spiders seem like a walk in the park. I, right I feel now. like they don't have uh, family drama behind them. 
Um, they, don't have, yeah. they don't have the spice. They don't have the flavor. Also, was okay, the... but true that I can't just like stab knives into spider heads and stuff. Um, also, that um that YouTube short you sent in the in the main channel was that yeah. what we fought technically in the Axon? Yeah, that is what yeah, you guys. I was like, I was because I was trying to when I put that Bart Simpson meme, I was like, after I posted, I was like, oh, that's what, what we he... fucking. Fuck what he's fuck. talking about are piercers. I was a D and D monster that um, basically is like a larva that's about a foot to two feet long that mimics stalactites uh, and drops a- onto people when they pass underneath and cause uh, piercing damage. I think it's in uh, Revealed Enemies at the very very top. Yep. Mimatorian? Is that where you posted the? It would be. It'd be. Um, uh... Are you talking about we posted? The no. video or the enemy? No, it would either be revealed enemies or Belthors. Um, oh, oh Belthors. Okay, the YouTube short is in. Um... I'm also trying to find out. I don't think you guys technically found out what it was. Yeah, we didn't because we because um, I remember in that fight we went straight into the um, the portal to get into the Shadowfell. Yeah, yeah, and then you guys fell into the Shadowfell and then met like a dead kid and then got through like the dark forest and. Met a whole other bunch of things and almost died being chased by like something that was akin to a T Rex that you couldn't see. No. Um, that was also the first time that uh, that Benny jumped in as a as a as a as a, uh, as a accomplice DM. Yeah. Willie. Little Willie. Willie. R.I.P. R.I.P. I would say that the reason why I was that was the fight where I thought two. It was so far before Ulf, I mean not Ulf, Zyder came back, or Mikey, came back to join that session. It was just me and Ulf, or Jack in this case, and then we almost died. Yes. I was like, oh shit, I'm gonna die here fighting a fucking Shadow Spider? Damn. And now, Mikey comes back into the session and leaves a fucking scar on Max's back. Hey, but you guys survived. That is true. But did you die? Even with all this other one, which I'm very surprised about. But did you die? This one here, I... I will say this. When we get to... When family finally get on... Yeah, yeah, you you can't say, but did you die? Because one of us did die. I was was going to wait. Because Finley is (laughs) muted currently. I was going to say was, I wish... Part of me was like, I don't want to listen to Oz. I don't want to leave the mouse right there. I was like, because I remember in the moment, mouse is on the back of Solomon. So I was like, okay, they can't get reached. They're fine. So I will listen to the character, play a character and like get out the way. But then when our very Thanos level DM was like, Solomon turns into an icker and then appears right in front of Alaria and Dave. I was like, fuck! But then, the added cherry on top, these two little fucking laughing hand motherfuckers come up on Mouse. I'm like, what the shit? The two people who can actually back up Mouse are like half across the fucking map. I'm underwater and my and I roll shitty on my initiative. I can't do shit. They're smart enemies and they exploited your weaknesses. I was like, I can't do shit. And I was like, 
I was literally worried for everyone on that on that end of the spell. I was like, fuck, Salma can fuck up Deva and Alaria, these fucking enemies and mouses by themselves. I'm like almost fully did fuck up Deva. And I'm like I'm I got very, very lucky. That's why MVP of the third part of the fight is Alaria. Holy shit. I was I was over here just, Man, fuck that guy. My brother literally I mean Collage came in with that yeah. what was that fucking mega heel. Yeah. 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 Collage mm-hmm. um, came in clutch with that heel too. My brother Pierce. Yeah, Master Wounds is a great spell. And I think I'm gonna add it to my list when I when we level up again and I redo my spells. I kept It on, might help. <laughs> yeah. I kept on screaming, shoot him in the dick, shoot him in the dick. My brother peered his head in and like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, when I muted myself and you saw me move back, I was telling my brother, well, what's happening in this specific portion? <laughs> he was like... See, I did you I did you one better, though. And I, I, I instead shot him in the face twice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like... I was. And then him, I stabbed him in the head. I was telling my brother, breaking down everything that was going on, and he was just like, hmm. And just put his would say in. all of those I, I would to a broken disco ball would leave a mark, but then I think he just melted into goo. So yeah, yeah. To dead. be sure that you guys understood, he was fully dead. Yeah, and then evolved Actually, dead this time. Like there is nobody. He didn't die the first thing. time we killed him. And then, clutch in session two of the fight, Oz, Azora. Chopping the head off. Like, yeah, we I feel like I was, that didn't count because that was just his that was his first form. But you was using <laughs> my final form. Then you was doing some damage. I've been waiting literally for years to say the line as Solomon, this isn't <laughs> even my final form. <laughs> and then also you Savage technically like stopped the fight getting like we have to fight the cultists. So technically, that is, that is clutch. Like yeah, like like Savage and Oz, uh, Savage and and Dura, literally destroying that cultist before it had a chance to get any of the soldiers, was a big deal. Because if that didn't happen, that would have spread like wildfire. <coughs> you guys still had a lot of soldiers up, and they were like, nope, they're gonna infect the soldiers. So um, the crown. The jarring thing though is that this fight still isn't even over. Yeah. We have Deva talking about this wreck thing, um, which I think is what that glowing light under the water was. I think Deva was right and that Atlan pulled a sneaky one on us. That fucking... Mm, oh. The amount of words I could use. I'm still giving out the crown. There's still more. I'm home. Hello! Yay. The crown's... I the crown's... The MVP crowds, I still feel, goes to Oz, Onion, and Reed. Onion. Onion. <laughs> I can't even... God, even with the crown on my head, I cannot escape. Hey, Onion, Gabriel, Charlotte the Third. And also Can you the- imagine someone listening to like just this episode for the first time? Be like, just taking it full face value. Be like, I guess this... This guy's name is Onion. <laughs> hey, you know, Listen, y'all have now. used like three different names for me throughout I'm... this episode alone. I know. Yeah. It's it's 
That's a wall. They don't even know what my name is. Hey, we got I, I'm keeping them on their toes. Never let them know your next move. I know. You're telling me, you're telling me that you have a lot of layers? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that <laughs> um... I love that I can see Finley laughing, but not hear anything. <laughs> Also, also another reason why I'm giving Oz the crown because I did not know what the fuck to choose for a like a disadvantage, and it was like dexterity. I was like, "All right, let's do it, dexterity." And it came in clutch. So that's why Oz also still gets the crown because I didn't know what the fuck to do. So all that go, all the credit goes to Oz on that one. Not me, Oz. So. You guys work. Uh, even though it doesn't feel like it in certain portions, you guys did work as a team very well. I was I was very happy. Like, not only did you work as a team, but I am not kidding when I say that you guys literally changed the major outcomes of a lot of things that I had literally planned to be like, yeah, you guys have all your choice and all your effect of everything, but certain things are going to happen in different ways. I'm like, no matter, it was kind of like going into that fight in my head, I was like, no matter what, a death will happen. And, and it wasn't targeted at anybody, but it was originally going to be Deva. Because I don't aim to specifically kill you guys. You're but welcome, I, by the way, for dying first, Alaria. So your sister didn't. <laughs> just so, we'll get you back. It'll be fine. Yes. Like Mouse I, died so that Deva could run. Like <laughs> how many times have people died or like you know played and then died and then came back for Alaria to be or sorry Jason to be able to say we'll get you back. Don't worry. <laughs> just saying. Anytime someone Listen, says don't worry in a movie. Is the moment you start worrying. I was. This was this was the moment that I knew that I was already fucking with people, and I'm like, man, this is gonna this is gonna leave that question there, but I'm gonna do it. I was. Uh, I asked Finley, hey, give me your death saving throw, your first one, and then I told everybody, I'm like, well, Finley does like mouse looks dead, and you're like, what the fuck? What about the saving throws? I'm like, I didn't say that. I didn't count them. I didn't say that. I'm not counting them. I said that mouse looks dead. I was literally like, I was, I was, one of the few times I was about to be very visibly angry and emotional. Like, no, 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 no. Let's keep fucking going. I am not leaving my friend and partner down. Let's fucking go. Like, we'll get you back. I'll be fine. Like, I was literally like, Maxine made a very vocal promise to fucking peck. <laughs> like, no, this is not fucking happening. <laughs> Like I was like I was getting like I'm kind of glad you was like you ended it because I was like I, I can feel myself getting a little bit heated and I'm still feeling it. I was like no 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 we're not doing this shit right now. There is a fire for the next arc, and there are things that are wait a for it. There are things that are set up for the next arc. Like I can tell you this, Maxon is like, all right, no, fuck this. Get healed up. We're going to the Fey Wilds now. I can say that is where Maxon, what Maxon Hay would be at. Like, no, we're going back. The thing to is, the-, the thing is, Desi. Maxon doesn't know that. 
here's the thing though. Maxon's at this point, Maxon's too emotional. He's not thinking like he Oh yeah. But Maxon literally would not have any inclination to know to go to the Feywild. That is true. Well, he's only going to like the inclination of, oh, I met Mouse in the Feywild. That has to be the conclusion. Where yeah, that's where they go. The thing Honestly. Is, but the thing is, Mouse looks dead in front of you like the body is dead. There, there, I'm a bit more there is no reason Maxon would be like, look at this body. They must be in the oh, no, they, Wait, hold on. No. I, I probably mis you, probably, I'm probably misheard. They're still physically there on the floor, right? Yes. Okay, just making you know, because I'm, I'm like, you know, you know, when I get anxious <laughs> and then emotional, I'm I'm <laughs> mishearing shit. I literally cried for two hours on Sunday because Mouse died, and I was like, no. And then, I'm so sorry. And then plus, it's okay. And plus, you showed us the spell that Solomon used, and it didn't it didn't help my cause any better because I was still like, the fuck. It literally says it right there, right? Yeah. It, didn't, it really didn't help my cause. I'm still, like, the, 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 the emotions is blurring. Yeah, lucky I'm a fairy. Only, the only reason Mouse has a chance is because they are fae. Okay. Literally, that is the only reason. If it was any one of else out of anyone else in, in the party, you would be dead as a doornail on the floor. So you're lucky it was me. It was literally <laughs> pure, you. Dumb, amazing luck that it was Mouse. Because it is the only factor that makes it a 50-50 chance. The thing is, we don't want you dead in the first fucking place. Nobody that wants just means you have to hurry up and save Mouse. That's what I'm trying to do. Why is literally this? the cost of fighting a pit demon this overpowered. I know, but here's the thing. You come in someone who is I now a I have to come at it from the pure narrative because otherwise I would be emotionally compromised too because I fucking hate that this is like, like, I don't want Mouse dead either. But at the same time, it's the fucking story. And you and know your story is working going. where, you know your story is working when I'm becoming emotionally attached to people, right? I'm just really happy that you are, but also like, god damn, this is the point of like, god no, how am I so connected with my audience because they can directly tell me, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> I am becoming emotionally attached and detached. That's not, I'm go that's the first thing I'm doing when we come back in the month. I'm saving my friend. Part. Thank I'm, you very much the, for being emotionally invested in your characters. I love you all. That is the first yeah, thing I, I'm doing. I for real can't believe you're making us wait a month. Yeah, ju I just legitimately need time to recharge just to like continue. Valid. <laughs> because on top of that, I'm not even going to leave you guys hanging. There's the side quest. Yeah, true. We do get to be cowboys. To those I, cowboys? To the those on the initiated. What what are we, what the side quests are we talking about? So uh so I wasn't gonna leave you guys hanging every week. I just need time to regenerate more of that story so that way I can make sure that it's good and prepared for the next arc for especially for the beginning of it. So I need that month to be able to make sure that I write that correctly. But in the background for at least the past like month, I've been working on something to run for the next four sessions. If you guys want, that is a I... 1880s cowboy themed thing. Uh, basically, a cannonball run inspired, uh, steel ball run inspired kind of thing. Um, 
where uh, everybody is racing cross-continent to get to the end for a specific goal, which I have not uh, revealed yet. But the the catch is, because it's the 1880s, everybody is racing on dinosaurs, because dinosaurs still exist in this setting. And they're they're ingrained in society in the way that like domesticated animals would be, and wild animals as well. So there are Love wild it. dinosaurs, and there are domesticated ones. Um, I only get through the week because I know D and D is on Sunday night. So if that answers your question, I wasn't gonna leave you guys hanging without something on on Sunday to play. It was just specifically the the main campaign of Eolus stuff. Makes sense. So yeah. <laughs> but overall, I mean, I won't ask for a rating, but like, how like it was? It was very good. I had a fantastic time. Thank you. Because it, it really was the roller coaster. I'm gonna Thank give nine point nine only because Mouse died. Valid. Thank you. <laughs> It, it, it was it was the oh I'm a dumbass okay um no there was something else that we're I'm... it's all good thank you um I'm taking I'm gonna take the month off I'm not gonna do the side quest with everyone no that's fair that's valid because I was like this is actually this is actually a good time to actually take a break because i was gonna literally take a break from playing maximum or anything but i since we're taking a break from the main session like, oh, this would be good to take a break we're a good place to take a break from playing D. &D. yeah no, so does that mean you're like actually coming back when arc two starts i mean campaign three i'll still well now that you're here i can actually talk about it well we're uh, talking about arc two of campaign two this is not campaign three. Oh, arc i seek i'm a dingus Arc two, I'm still being around. In Cafe three, Max will be turning to a player NPC. Uh, yeah, he'll be a he'll. As much as I hate the term, he'll be a DM NPC. Yeah. <laughs> so like, essentially, unless I'm needed, I'm not gonna be around. He'll he's gonna be more like the figurehead of like things in the background that provides a literal support system for you guys and your shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Be like, uh, Maxon, we need coin. Can you send us some? Be like, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Something like that. I can imagine. I mean, that exactly that yeah, kind he, of. Like he's that. the guy we call when we need bail. <laughs> I can go. imagine. Again, if oh, Mouse survives. <laughs> less, less like uh, allowance, more like bail. Papa, can you yeah. hear me? <laughs> <laughs> Be like, be, be like that thing in uh, in Kingsman where it's like, I got this necklace. Uh, I gotta make a phone call. <laughs> um, wow, I really cannot text and talk at the same time. Um, <laughs> um, shit, I can't wait for the second half of the arc because there is still a lot to do. Like, we still have savages portion to do. We still need to figure out. Like, when Mouse dropped the bomb, oh, I was in a cage, but there was nothing following up to that. It was like, everybody was literally, and that was like, I think that was the best screenshot moment. Everybody in the party was like, what? Like, I just that. I can't, I can't wait till we get to that reveal, because legitimately everyone's going to cry. For mouses or for savages? No. For mouses. This is like emotional whiplash, man. 
You know, I don't know what they have planned either, so I'm also in the dark. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna be honest, this this arc with Ilaria's dad, I didn't know any of it beforehand. I walked into this and I was like, oh yeah, she was disowned by her dad. That's her call to adventure, is her dad was just a piece of shit. And then, because I happened to make her a sun elf, and, and I happened to mention that her dad was, like, a noble. All of this has happened. I was like, so, I, I, be I, warned, Mouse. I remember I texted, I texted Jason being like, hey, so, these, like, mentioning exactly what, what they just mentioned, like, um, like, hey, so, da-da-da-da-da, these details, these details. So, are you, can I get your, like, like, can I get your consent to do like DM storyline stuff with this? And you're like, yes. And I'm like, anything that I need to stay away from. And I think you told me one thing. I, I like, don't hey, remember. Nice. I'll be honest. I don't legitimately remember. I think you told me one thing, but I, at this moment, don't remember. But I took that and I literally didn't touch it. And then, um, and then I just. I remember making that storyline and having it's because I already had that storyline in a in a certain way, but I couldn't figure out how to tell it. And then you walked into the game and you're like, "Hey, this is my character," and I'm like, "This is fucking perfect for exactly and this storyline." <laughs> I did purposefully leave my character's backstory kind of open ended so it could be worked in in like a more agreeable way. Because I, I know personally that that can be annoying, having to work in, like, a completely separate story that has no relation to the one that you're telling. But, God, damn, did you take it and run. You, like, I, like, held it out, and you just, like, snatched it, and immediately you were, like, four miles away. Thank you. <laughs> it's... It's like, all right, did Alaria get closure? Maybe eighty percent, but See, like that—that that little closure bit is the only reason I would rate it at like a nine point seven. One point because Mouse died. Another point because I only got to punch Atlan in the face. I didn't get to kill him. And then that other point, um, I don't know, general emotional distress. That's what we'll attribute it to. General <laughs> emotional distress. I'm sorry, and thank you. A, From a, a spectator. Spectator standpoint, 10 out of 10. Thank you. I would, I would definitely say this cam this whole campaign from two going on, from the start of two to now, has definitely been more, I think, more emotionally driven. Mm-hmm. Like, um, every character got to display different type of emotions and to, like, express them. And uh, ultimately, like, I think grew as this campaign went. Legitimately, yeah. I cannot believe the amount of growth in, like, such a relatively short amount of time overall. Mm -hmm. Because, like, some of our sessions have not always been the best, like, emotionally speaking. And that's understandable. Because people are people. But at the same time... You win some, you like, lose some. Exactly. But at the same time, it's very, it's been very interesting, from at least from my viewpoint, being able to see people who walked in with these characters that were built to have flaws and built to find ways to compel you guys as, as players. 
that legitimately has been one of the most interesting and amazing things that I've ever gotten to experience because not only have I been able to like answer questions that I've wondered where it's like, what would happen if people were presented with a situation like this in this context? And then how do I organically make that context make sense with the free will of people that are choosing their own actions? Because for the love of God, that that's that like first lesson in like campaign one really did cement itself on me i think where it's like i really can't plan around you guys so how do i retro not retroactively but proactively form the story around you guys as you're continuing Mm -hmm. and that that i can't thank you guys enough because legitimately i don't know any other medium that a storyteller can get that because if you write a book you can get your reviews and you can get people's opinions but you don't sit with someone and they read your book you can make a movie but you and you can watch the screenings but you don't watch it when people are emotionally driven to watch it when they're in their own homes like D gives me that weird window and opportunity of not only being able to like make the story but actively see how people that i like intentionally wrote it for react to it like and thank you guys enough for that no, I just want to thank you because you established it well into campaign one. Your action has consequences. Even if we are playing these characters, like those, like the, like the, we keep bringing up Lunk. That player choice had a very big consequence. Yeah. And, and it taught a lesson, didn't it? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, the way how I played Maxon. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of shit, and I feel like. I have my. I would say this: when we killed him off, just for it was just even if it was just for a session. Playing that he was brought back, but don't know why, and how that does with his psyche, and how he now he's approaching with these, realizing oh, Alaria and Mouse is still here. Mouse actively tried to bring them back. Mm-hmm. Outside of his wife, he actually has people who not only tolerates him but actually cares for him. So it was like how to play that where Alaria Mouse is playing that, and I'm like, oh shit, Maxon actually has people who actually want him around. Yeah, it's like, wait a minute, this found family that I have actually feels like a found family. Yeah. <laughs> wow, the group therapy is starting to pay off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, and that is the big difference between campaign one and two, because like no one trusted Maxon. No one trusted Maxon, and that's that was something that I remember taking away from Campaign 1, and I was like, how do I make it to where Maxon seems agreeable? Because <laughs> I was like, wow. I was like, and I, and I kept on like, I'm a fucking rogue. I was like, it got to the point I was, I was like, like, I was like, you know what? Alright, it makes sense why nobody don't trust him. He's a thief. He's a rogue. He's It made me laugh. Him. It made me laugh because I remember personally, I had the thought where I was like, Man, Maxon always thinks that some buck wild shit is going on when it's literally just normal shit. Yeah. And then I was with Campaign Tune specifically. I remember having the thought where I was like, he's going to act like that again. So how do I make him seem like the calm one? <laughs> you make the buck wild shit actually happen. Exactly. And it did. It happened. It, it certainly <clears throat> happened. But also, see how I approached it now? I was like, huh. So it's not me. It's the world. It's not me no more. Like, like Maxon's not paranoid. Like what? What happens when the dude on the street corner being like the end is nigh is proven right? 
what happens when the dog catches up to the car and catches it and it stops moving? Like, what? Like, what? <laughs> what do you do with it at that point? <laughs> when you finally catch your own tail after running in circles. Yeah. No. My dog usually keeps going. With it in its mouth. Into the yeah. back That's of the interesting. Because I, I, <laughs> I always always thought about, like, how would Mouse and Nolari be now if we would have introduced them earlier in campaign one? If they was introduced earlier. Because I know Alari was supposed to be introduced a lot more sooner than they were technically were. Yeah, you're welcome. I will never forget the day. I like one session. I, I will never forget the day that I was like, yo, you guys hear this bard, blah, 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 blah. And, like, and then you just didn't. You straight up were like, that's cool. Let's go <laughs> talk to I this that. I was like, it was all like, huh. Okay. Well, we should talk about that later. Let's go over here because we need to go to the Leviathan. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry. You never plan your players. Serious? Man. Never plan around. You can literally lead the horse to water, but you can't make him. <laughs> yep. We're sorry for that, Chase. But you know what? That made my actual introduction cooler. I would yeah. say. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, all right, now I gotta make him pay attention. <laughs> I got I got to come out of the woodwork and just absolutely nail this creature in the head with with a bullet. When when guns previously were not introduced. Sorry, I, I came in I came in with guns before they were cool. Yeah, you yeah. were like the first, you were one of the people to introduce guns as a concept into these people's lives. Yeah. <laughs> and then mouse is introduced. And now look at us. I have like five of them. You're the, you're <laughs> now the, look at us. I have a Tommy gun. You're the DD of the of the, the DD equivalent of Puncher. So you're literally arms. just like you're literally like the US. You are the United States it's, in this okay, in this campaign. So you just like, have all the guns. You are you it's, realize it's, that with the invention of a specific magic item to make sure that it supplies your level of like lifestyle that you are actively colonizing almost everywhere you go in this setting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's 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 weird that Ilaria likes guns so much because I as a person I'm relatively anti-gun. I don't like guns as a that's person. Why, that's why it's a fantasy. <laughs> yeah. In, in a fantasy world where I can have the guns and they're fun. <laughs> when I can have the guns They're and magic. Demons. <laughs> it's the same reason I like Halo. It's like, look, I'm killing aliens that don't exist. Yeah. It's like why I like like hack and slash games, you know? There you go. <clears throat> it lets you get out that aggression you can't in real life. Des, I Very have true. a question. I have a question. In your perspective, what do you think that fight would have been like? Without having experienced the Axe Home revamp fight, the the Elden Ring expired thing. Wait, what was that again? What, the one, what? the side quest that we did. How do you think it would have changed the finale in Eolith if, like, y like you, the player, hadn't done the Axe Home side quest again? The like revamp. Oh. Okay, one, can y'all hear like, me? Like, yeah, like, what would that... Yeah. Yeah. I'm making sure, because Discord is being fucky-wucky with me. Ah, I got you. About that time, where Discord fucks with me, I'll try to answer the question. Got you. <laughs> um, 
if we didn't do the one shot, I would probably be complaining about why this fucking fight is taking too fucking long and why is this a lot more tougher. But I'm glad that we did the Axe Home fight. Like, because I know, I know not everyone got a chance. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we did the Axe Home fight. And it was actually a little bit better to play. It was definitely like coming from campaign one, our deck session with Oz coming in here is like, it's working with Oz there who's more experienced. So it's like, Okay, if I ever had any more questions, I can ask Oz. So when we did the Solomon fight, and I didn't know what the fuck to do with majority of these powers, Oz came in clutch. So it was like, okay, I'm robbing their Batman. I'm cool with that. <laughs> so I'm going to... Remember when I said growth about like things, including learning how to trust other players and not playing like you're the center of attention? You absolutely did that like a fucking team player. I loved it. <laughs> it's knowing my strengths as the the character I created. So playing as a support character, then try to trade a fight. And then actually like when they said run, get out the way, I got the fuck out the way. (laughs) I listened. I think that's the more of the story. Which was honestly very surprising. (laughs) I would, I would say Dora made an appearance on accident. No, that's (laughs) (laughs) like, I would say that I would not describe Maxon as the quarterback, but I would absolutely describe Maxon as the left tackle or guard. Like, making sure that everybody's able to do what they need to do and getting where they need to be from the outside. Yo, I'm glad you came up with those rust arrows. That's probably the most sports reference I'll ever make. (laughs) (laughs) On this whole entire podcast, we only mentioned baseball and now football. Yeah, the rust arrows came in clutch. Take us out. But it is okay because uh, much like much like the end of the campaign, it is also near the end of the episode right now anyways. But like, damn. Overall, thank you guys very much. I'm glad you guys enjoyed it. There's more to come. Uh, thank you everybody for listening to this episode of the Space Oddity Collective. Uh, quite a quite a fucking comprehensive recap we have. And thank you everybody, the extended cast that has been on for tonight. Uh, we'll see you guys all next time. I think we should all end by saying okay, Boomer, to Desi. <laughs> I like it. Okay, Boomer. Okay, okay Boomer. boomer. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. <laughs>